Hello and welcome to Soul Self. I'm your host, Shayna, a board-certified embodiment coach and master energy healer. Here we talk all things magic, love, sex, money, brain, hormones, and energy. You'll walk away with new truth bombs because I love talking about all the things people are thinking but too afraid to say, as well as educating you on everything I know in this mind, body, and soul of mine. You can find ways to work with me and products to enhance your life at bloomshakti.com. Hello and welcome to the 100th episode of Soul Cell. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for being a bright light in this world. Thank you for showing up open-heartedly, open-minded, and just taking in this medicine that I share with you as this is my art, this is my passion, this is my purpose, and my mission in the world. So first things first, any of you that are listening from May 5th to May 13th, 2022, since this is the 100th episode, I would like to gift you something. So please DM me on Instagram, bloomshakti, or email me at bloomshaktihealing at gmail.com, and I will get your gift over to you. Next, Dating for Love Not Lust begins on May 19th, 2022, and I am so ecstatic for all the women that are in this already. I can't fucking wait to see their breakthroughs and their transformation in their dating lives. I better get a lot of wedding invitations <laughs> over the next year or two, but um, if you don't already know, Dating for Love Not Lust is definitely a program I wish I would have had. We are laying the foundation for self-love, so it doesn't matter if you're going through a breakup right now, if you just started dating, if you've been dating for a while and you're just in a fucked up place, or if you are in a new relationship and you want to start off, you know, relationships in the beginning, you're setting the tone for the foundation of everything in the long run. So this is for all of you, you know, and if you're in any of these categories and you have seen the Instagram and you're like, Ooh, I like that. Or you just watch my TikToks and you know, my Instagram stories and my posts and you're like, Ooh, yes. Like that's a fucking vibe. That feels good. Then get in, get in because this is the first live round. I don't know if I'm going to run it live again because my life is definitely in a place of, I'm in a season of change and you never know. My next program might be something more on like how to be a conscious parent or, you know, there's just, there's a lot going on. And I also don't share too much of my personal life online with you all, but I do showcase how amazing my king treats me and little things. Um, I wish I could showcase more. I do share a lot more on Telegram, actually. But if you're not on Telegram, which is called The Vortex, it's basically my subscription. It's my lowest cost offering to have access to me. $20, and I literally give you, like, tapping and spells and knowledge on, like, I really go off about a lot of stuff. Um, Nervous system, femininity, period, blood magic, like... There's so much that I share in there just to kind of keep you accountable for things. So yeah, but anyways, back to dating for love, not lust. If you're interested in joining, you can DM or email me or just fucking commit to yourself and go to bloomshakti.com, work with me, scroll all the way down, programs, scroll all the way down again, and then you'll see dating for love, not lust. And right when you sign up, you get access to 12 modules of dating tips and then there's pre-work. So pre-work does include a video and audio of 
things that you need to do and then homework basically of like tapping into your inner child shit and when we meet up on our first zoom call that's when I'll be sharing all that so if you want to get in and join live then please do so ASAP so as feminine women we can all agree and if you don't agree with this then you're probably you have a masculine core or you're just fucking lying to yourself But we want to be pursued by a man. We want to be cherished. We want to be chosen. We want to be adored. We want to feel so protected and provided for and looked after. And it can leave us feeling really empty when that's not happening or we're struggling to make that happen in our dating lives and even our relationships. So this is a really great episode to listen to whether you're dating or in a relationship because a lot of us actually fuck up the polarity even when we're in the relationship, but we're like, we forget that whole per- pursuit. Is that a word? That whole pursuit. Okay. Like the thrill of the chase. Like, you know, when you start dating someone, right? It really does take work and effort. You can't just get comfortable and be like, oh yeah, sweet. I don't have to do anything anymore. It takes effort. And if you want to make your relationship work, you do have an extra energy outsource. And I'm actually going to be talking about outsource and stuff like in my program doing for love not loss but my point being is the feminist movement has actually drastically influenced hookup culture and how we date today it definitely has and I'm gonna break down why so I'm gonna say the olden days whatever era you're thinking of and this is probably prior to radical feminism And this doesn't include, like, the first wave feminism because that's, like, the true wave of, like, the whole feminist movement, which made sense. Like, the first wave was to create equality when it came to voting, equal pay, X, Y, Z. Men still had chivalry during that time. There wasn't, like, men being afraid of, you know, us because they still had, you know, they knew their place. Then we had the third, fourth wave of feminism, Me Too movement, which was a huge fucking downfall in a way because it was a huge emasculation of men. It really was. And I'll kind of go into that in a little bit. But the reality is men used to have to stay by a woman. If he started dating a woman... It would be with serious intention and a serious reason like marriage, babies, raising a family, partnership. Back in the day, you would date less because when you would date someone, you would date them for a prolonged period of time because of, and yes, some of us can say it's like societal standards of like you have to get married, but let's like cut that out, okay? Let's focus on the energy. The energy was, I want to settle down. I want to have partnership. I want to have commitment. People weren't as avoidant. And a big part of that is because social media wasn't around. Social media 100% and the hustle culture and overstimulation of how we live life today. Compared to like the olden days. This has all contributed to how we don't, quote, want, right, to settle down. 
And the truth is, like, if you're saying you just want to fuck around, you're fucking lying to yourself. Like, you're not going to be fucking around for the rest of your life because you're totally kidding yourself. That is you being a, a having a avoidant mentality because as a human being, we desire commitment, period, okay? So men used to have to stand by women, and obviously there was more of like, if I'm falling, if I'm sleeping with her, she can get pregnant, so I need to be there for her. So there was more of that. But now, because of the introduction of hormonal contraception methods and the pill, you know, the fact that it's normalized to get abortions, which I'm, there's nothing with, there's nothing wrong with the normalization of abortions. It's a great thing we have today. And obviously, there can be negatives to every positive thing, right? And the negative is obviously that it's allowed men to feel like, I don't have as much responsibility because she can just get an abortion, whatever. So it's just fucking blown off as a casual thing, when in reality, like, abortions are great for the purpose, you know, like, I back that up. But also, let's not kid ourselves that they are also very, very traumatic and intense to go through, It doesn't matter whether you want the abortion or not. It's an intense thing to go through. Like I've had clients who are like, I stand by it. Like, okay, so like I 100% stand by it. Okay, first off, but it does create a huge ripple effect in your life. So let's not think that, you know, it's just like, oh, I'm going to go get a croissant and coffee. Like, oh, I'm going to go get an abortion. That's it. It's a very intense thing. And energetically, and what it does to the womb, it's a huge thing, okay? So anyways, dating before, right, it was like men wanted to be committal. And also, we were more in tune with our biology, but now there's so much handing away of power that we don't realize the damaging effect of it completely. So then we have like all the women's empowerment, and it gave us the rite of passage to not have to commit and to just fuck around, right? And there's no repercussions because if we do fuck around, you know, I mean, like, back then, right? Think about it. People used to live in small towns. You meet through mutual friends. You meet through work, whatever, right? So, like, if you fuck someone over, people would know about it. And you would have to face her or him and their friends and you'd see them in the office you'd you know see them in town like whatever and now because of dating apps which by the way there's like nothing wrong with dating apps but you can meet someone no mutual friends no reason to worry if you fuck them over because who's gonna come after you no one no one's gonna shame you for it you don't know any of her friends she doesn't know your friends there's no ties. You don't work together. The chance of you crossing paths again is slim to none. So we get to be non-committal, and we literally have a rite of passage. We've created this rite of passage to fuck people over and also shiny object syndrome, right? Like there's so many fish in the sea, but what does it matter if we just fuck someone or and move on, right? It's that in like entitled avoidant behavior and it shows how we've like lost our humanity in a sense which is also causing an issue where we get to be non-committal and avoidant and as a result men don't have to pursue us as much and on the other side of this is that men don't have repercussions for fucking us over as women 
And, I mean, yeah, like, women fuck men over too, right? But there's no repercussions for men. We don't create any big repercussions. We allow this behavior because we engage with this behavior before it actually happens and is known. We engage with behavior where we kind of know because of the non-committal and avoidant nature, we are also exacerbating, like, we know when we're dating someone, we know whether they're going to fuck us over or if they're that person that's going to ghost us. We don't listen to our intuition, but we fucking know the answer. But then we continue engaging with them, hoping, like, oh, he'll change he'll change and he'll be enough and he'll commit and surprise they don't and you're hurt once again but you fucking allowed it essentially because you engaged when he probably made it very clear that he doesn't want anything or he's given you signs and hints but because you don't understand men you haven't picked up on the signs and hints and learning how like learning and understanding men is what my program dating for love not lust is gonna encompass but also let men be men encompasses it on a deeper level as well so I will say the casual behavior isn't just from men it's also from women it's from both sides women are being casual and most of the times they're kidding themselves and men are being casual and There's plenty of men that are also kidding themselves, but we just don't know what to do. We are such sheeps. We just follow the crowd. Everyone's fucking around. Oh, yeah. Is that how you meet people? Is that how you get the relationship? Like, do I just sleep around with someone enough or, you know, have friends with benefits? Will it end up being a relationship? And it's like, no, that's not how fucking dating is. That's not how deep conscious dating is. And I mean, I hate saying conscious but dating is like having self-awareness you know like like when you're doing all that other stuff you're just settling that non-committal avoidance stuff is just you hoping and going with the fucking flow that you already know shit ain't gonna work the way you wish for it to you know women complain about it a lot more women have a lot more problems with it Because we are more likely to want to settle down. We are more likely to want commitment because of safety, wanting kids, wanting to be provided for. Men, men want that. But men also don't need that. Their biology can withstand a longer period of time of non-committal sex. Like their testosterone levels compared to estrogen literally allows fucking around and not getting attached and not necessarily needing commitment. Whereas women don't have that same biological chemistry, basically. We are wired where we need more commitment and we want to be settling down, protected, provided for, Men don't have that need as strongly as we do. And that's why you'll find more women complaining and having a harder time with this because also like men in a sense can choose as in because they are the pursuers. They are the ones that generally speaking, but you know, men are the ones asking us out. 
they're the ones that are asking you to be their girlfriend or their wife. They're proposing, whatever, right? And because of that, they can then decide, I'm connected to this woman and I want to be with this woman and that's it. And don't think that they don't get rejected because they do. But for us women, we're often waiting to be desired captured dominated wanted chosen by a man and I know that can be very anti-feminist of like oh my god women have to be chosen like we're some fucking objects like no like we want to be chosen do you not want to be chosen by a man it's not about an object like I hate when women say that because then they're putting themselves in victimhood okay and Also, like, I'm not religious anymore. Like, I grew up Muslim, Christian, but I have to say, back in the day when religion was a greater part of society, it was, like, anchored in and people practiced religion, there was definitely more chivalry and men pursuing women because that was the norm. And that was, quote, the Bible, right? Like, Men were basically, like, understanding they had to be the providers, protectors, leaders. And the chivalry was there. And generally speaking, I think people who are anchored in true heartfelt faith, and I mean, I'm not talking about organized religion created by people, right? But there can be, I'm generalizing this, there's definitely a group of people that are heavily religious, that can be from a very scarcity, actually not, their energy about their religion is not from the heart, it's more so fear, where there's this other side of like some of my religious friends, and I love the faith, okay you guys, like I love the faith, but people, generally speaking, people that are anchored in a faith that feels really good for them, they're better people, They have more love. They put other people first. They are selfless. They have more kindness in their heart. So when that was more of a norm, obviously that also influenced how people were treating each other and that then influenced dating and relationships too. So if the whole religion topic is actually interesting to you, then go back and listen to my podcast episode called Religious Trauma Um, If you go to my website, there's a podcast directory and I've literally listed all the podcast episodes by like fucking topic you want to listen on, whether it's money, mindset, feminine shit, um, or just spiritual stuff and magic. So check that out. But I'm so damn thirsty today. Um. shit I lost my train of thought as a society we've become so fucking lazy and avoidant that it allows and tolerates half-assed behavior and the problem is that women exacerbate this by being on their rampage about feminism women's rights that men one don't know where the fuck they stand and two they feel as though they have to let women dominate and direct things so they don't have their balls chopped off or be called a misogynist so just to break this down men biologically want to pursue and provide for us they want to dominate 
They want to be the ones asking us out. And they want to be the ones paying for the dinner or the date. But because of all the radical feminism and women's empowerment and the amount of women that shame men for doing that, you know, like, oh, you're saying I'm weak or I'm just an object or I can't pay for myself. Because of all of that, it causes men, whether they believe it or not, it causes a shift in behavior, period. Just like with COVID, right? Like, it's created a shift in people's behavior where people are worried about worried about getting sick, being, you know, locked out of their countries, there's more anxiousness, whatever. It creates shifts in society and history, alters change in behavior. Post-industrial revolution, post-war, there was more scarcity. So scarcity in how people lived and spent their money, which is why a lot of people became like hoarders, right? So when it comes to all the feminism stuff, it does change the way on a mass level that men relate to women and how they behave with women. It does change their behavior. And as a result, men will go on a date with you and say, I don't know if I'm allowed to date. You know, I'm allowed to pay for the date. Do I pull out her chair? Do I um, open the door? Like, they're so fucking lost and confused. And what is the easiest thing to do when you're lost and confused? Nothing. So men do fucking nothing. Because they're waiting to figure out how they can behave around this woman and what is going to be allowed and they're not going to step too far because what if she chops my head off and I lose my job, I lose my whole career, right? And unfortunately, the power and like all the leadership has come to women. Like it's in women's hands because we're the ones saying what's right and wrong. Not that men don't, you know, but it's like this thing that's just written in the stars. Like, I don't know. It's just a messed up thing. But, and also, (coughs) gender roles, okay? And, like, anyone who says, like, anyone who's, like, against gender roles, I'm going to say fuck that because it doesn't matter whether you're in a heterosexual or homosexual relationship, they're, it's based on, the gender roles are based on the core energies. So it's not automatically like, oh, it's a man, or it's a woman, it's a penis, or it's a vagina. Like, that has nothing to do with it. It's about the core fucking energy, okay? So even if someone is non-binary, let's say, for example, a non-binary, which is a person who does not want to identify as male or female, regardless of what their sex is, you know, and you know what? Another thing, we shouldn't be shaming and judging people because it's not our fucking business what they decide to do. You need to respect other human beings and regard them as the pronouns that they wish to be regarded by, but it's not your fucking business whether they like penis or vaginas or like getting pegged or whatever the fuck it is. Okay? I'm just going to put that out there. I have to clear that out. But. What was I going to say? <laughs> you know, and it's all this isn't because of gender roles. It's simply because people are so tuned into their biology. They were influenced by 
you know, they weren't influenced by thinking they have to be someone else or I was, you know, oh, I'm receiving as a woman and I'm weak. Like, all that is new age fucking bullshit beliefs and illusions that are causing us issues because we're not allowing ourselves to admit to what we actually desire in our lives. That's the fucking issue, guys. So, back in the day, everything was obvious, right? And now, people don't know where where they stand. They don't know what their role is. You know? Men, it's like, oh, I'm going to lead her. Like, men used to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to lead, right? Now, they don't know how the fuck to lead. Like, but us women, even though we want to be pursued, we're causing this issue where we're making men wrong for being men. So now we have to take the lead, which is against our natural process. And this is what creates us to be resentful and feel like they're not trying. We don't feel adored. We don't feel cherished, blah, blah, blah. And this can even go past dating when you're in the relationship where women might have been pursued in the beginning and been cherished. And now because it's locked and loaded, it's like, oh, I don't have to try anymore. So now I can just, like, boss around, bitch around, be my masculine. I don't have to try hard anymore. And even men, it's like, oh, I don't have to try anymore, right? Like, we're not putting effort in. But when we, we don't put effort into dating and relationships. And the reality is having an amazing relationship requires fucking effort. It requires little things being done day to day. It requires you constantly creating an environment where he can pursue you and cherish you and provide for you. It requires for you to be nurturing and in your feminine and to receive and to be sensual and soft and flirty and playful. It requires that environment to constantly be nurtured and maintained. It doesn't happen naturally. Especially when there's so many outside influences that do affect our behavior day to day. Especially when it comes to our relationships and even friendships. So, technology has definitely helped our ability to meet more people, connect with more people, stay in touch with more people. All that stuff is great. But it is also made shiny object syndrome even stronger. And we tolerate it, but we don't say like, oh, I'm looking for a relationship and this is what I want and then not settling for less. What happens is you want that in your head, you'll start dating someone and the behavior is not great, but you keep tolerating it because of the shiny object syndrome. He might say something else and you're like, oh, new. And then you blame men. And the truth is, it's not men. It's called fucking shiny object syndrome, meaning that it's a fucking pandemic within itself. But it's because we're not fucking honest with ourselves. And then we get into these situationships that are less than ideal when it comes to dating. We are tolerating half-assed behavior instead of encouraging people stepping into their power and being who the fuck they're supposed to be. So... Now that you have all this information, okay, let me tell you what the best fucking thing you can do is. Are you ready? Get your thick skin on because I'm going to give it to you. 
you need to tell him and give him permission to lead. Because men already feel like I have no permission to be a man. I'm not allowed to be a man. Men feel like being a man is wrong. And this isn't like something I just pulled out of thin air. This is like research, okay? Like not just my research, but just in general, like how people feel when you really get down to the core of who they are. So when you give them permission and you tell them you want to be pursued and desired and led and whatever, then they're like, oh, and what's another thing is like, don't just say it. Okay. Don't just say it. You have to be in your feminine. You have to be in your feminine and just receive and let him lead. And like sub dom, I'm going to do another episode on this, but sub dom is not just in the fucking bedroom. It's day to day. Like sub dom is not something that needs to be done behind closed doors. It's, you know, when you want to be dominated in the bedroom, you're telling me you want to be dominated in real life. But society probably makes you feel like that's being a weak or bad woman or you're not independent or you're not empowered or you're not a feminist. But that's got nothing to fucking do with it. I'm a quote independent empowered woman. I'm technically a feminist by the definition of definite of feminism, not this new age bullshit. But that does not mean that I emasculate men. It does not mean I don't want to be pursued and be in my feminine. I want to be in my feminine and I can be independent when I need to be. And it can also mean I can run a business and I can also make decisions for myself. You get to have it all. And what's important is that my biology and my body feels safer, more relaxed, more nourished, is happier, less stressed, and I'm a better version of myself when I am in my feminine. So in my relationship, if I was not in my feminine, there would be a lot of resentment, anger, frustration built up, and that would cause dis-ease in my body and manifesting as hormonal issues, not being productive at work, being a control freak, holding on to energetic weight, digestive issues, headaches. It can manifest as so many fucking things that a majority of you have that can literally be resolved if you did the work to just be in your feminine. And I'm not saying it's easy either. Okay, ladies, there are moments where I'm like, oh my God, I just want to control this situation because it gives me the illusion of safety, but actually deep down, I want to let go. It's not that I want to control it. It's that I want him to control it more. So I give him permission. Tell him. Tell him what the fuck you need. And give men the direction from the get-go. From the beginning, there's no guessing games. Let him know, like, in a chill and casual way of, like, actually, I am a please open the door, love chivalry, you're the man, you lead, I like to receive. And I've done that to men when I was single and dating, and they just were like, what? Like, they fucking love it. They absolutely adore it because it's like damn, I get to be a man? This is amazing. And any man that is like, oh, that's kind of weird. It's like, okay, bye. 
because you immediately know you don't want that. You don't want a man who's like, oh, okay, what the fuck? Like, okay, I get to lead. No, you want to fuck yes, I get to lead, right? And then you have to be 100% in your feminine. And I have created Dating for Love Not Lust with all the tools, resources, embodiment, teachings to make it feel like dating is easy and like there's hope in your romantic life and that you don't need to just abide by this hookup culture. You know, all that kind of stuff that makes dating draining. I'm breaking it all down in Dating for Love Not Lust. I'm cutting out all the bullshit and teaching you and sharing with you how to make dating so easy and successful for you. So if you want to be in a serious relationship, find the man of your dreams, not settling, whatever, then join Dating for Love Not Lust. This is your must-have go-to. It's serious integration. It's not just like a class and you go back to your old ways. You are being held accountable and you're bound to have transformation. I also want to mention that with the hookup and dating culture today, there's like no hope, right? In finding the man of our dreams, having that dream relationship. And what also happens is we feel that hopelessness and then we just settle. We don't do anything about it. We just embrace it. We feel the hopelessness and we're like, oh no, there are options. I'm just going to keep having casual sex because I need sex. Or I want intimacy, so I'm just going to have casual sex. Honey, you're settling. You're not embodying your worth. And this is literally why I created Dating for Love Not Lost. It's basically the embodiment of dating. Because too many of us settle. And this goes for men too. But in this program, I'm talking just to women. But I mean, I guess men could come to the program. But not everything can be of value. But anyways... I've literally created it because so many of you are like, I want a man that leads me and cherishes me and whatever, right? And I mean, truth is, okay, actually, I totally forgot. In my Telegram group, I should have mentioned this in the beginning. I actually talked about, what was it? I talked about it on Friday. It was about how hookup culture is affecting us landing the man of our dreams. And I know you don't want casual. You want serious. You want a man who, you know, hunts down the things that you really like as a surprise. You know, all those little things. I talked about it in in my little voice note on Telegram. But my point being here, and honestly, any client that has seen this offering and is on the fence about it, like they want to, but then they're afraid and Obviously, you don't trust yourself to just take that leap of faith. Like, in order to have what you've never had, you've got to do things you've never done. And, you know, it's it's about learning the proper way to date in this day and age in order to get a man to lead. Like, you not knowing that, you are literally running around in the dark. You're honestly running around in the dark. And I'm a 3-5 in human design. Um... Basically, it means like my job as a 3-5 in human design, love it and hate it, it's to basically go through all the roller coasters, all the hurdles, all the issues 
that I can possibly go through, find the lesson, the teaching, the solution, and deliver it to the world. That is three fives. There aren't many in the five, there are many in the world, but I'm one of them. And I have honestly gone through the ringer. <laughs> like, I know that's excessive, but I've dated a lot. And in that, I did a lot of dating also for the purpose of trying to figure out this fucking puzzle. Like, you know, beginning of last, was it last year? Yeah, I was on a mission of like, I basically made a hypothesis and was like, I need to figure out the fucking codes to getting masculine men, dating them, me being in my feminine, the commitment XYZ. That was really hard. Like, and I mean, in LA, dating guys in LA, I feel like OC guys are a little more laid back, but like that fast paced energy doesn't provide that grounded energy, which is actually needed for this kind of relationship. It doesn't support that, you know, it, it supports the hookup culture because it's fast, easy, and quick. Everyone in LA wants fast, easy, and quick. And same with dating, generalization, but very like true. And I mean, I dated great guys. I'm not denying that. You know, I got picked up on the street, picked up, you know, at Sprouts, Whole Foods, and I literally met guys in all different ways. I tried everything. I tried apps, you know, I tried everything and in between, right? All the tactics to try to figure out what was actually fucking needed. And I figured it out. And now I have the man of my dreams. And that's what I want you to have. And that's why I've created Dating for Love, Not Lust. So I highly recommend joining if you haven't. If you've joined, kudos to you taking your power back and being like, I'm going to do this shit right, you know, because you want to feel peaceful and grounded and empowered in your dating life. So if you're ready to feel that too, then DM me on Instagram or healing at gmail or just go to the website and get in and you get immediate access like I said earlier so anyway last thing that I want to mention is that with the combination of men feeling like they have no idea how to behave around women because who knows if this woman woman will like chop his balls off and also feeling like it's safer for women to lead these days like because of that men feel like they get to take the back seat they get to not pursue because we're just like for example okay we're like we're like oh yeah sex on the first date I'm empowered I'm sexual I don't need to play games I don't need to make him wait I'm a fucking woman blah 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 and I can say when we're having sex he doesn't have to earn it and he doesn't you know like I own my pussy like I'm empowered right that bullshit well, guess what? There's no hunting. There's no pursual. Men need a fucking challenge. Men need the hunt in order for them to cherish what they win. So many women are literally behaving as if they're dating other women. And you're not. You're not dating other empowered women. You're dating men. So what you think is working is not working. And you need to consider that because that's why you're either single or unhappy in a relationship and you're not want to cherish, pursued, etc. So it means that they are not being, because we let them take the back seat, they are not being invited 
to lead. They're not being forced to lead. They're not being, they don't cherish, pursue X, Y, Z. And that's on us women because we're exacerbating this environment and allowing this environment and behavior to continue. Another thing also is because of technology and the avoidance society, we have lost our ability to communicate with each other and to be honest and authentic and to admit that, yeah, we do want a relationship. So a lot of women, for example, it's like looked down upon if you're like, I don't want to work. I want a relationship and I want to be looked after. That's like, oh, you're weak and pathetic. It's like women who are like, oh, I want to be a stay at home mom. It's like, oh, you're weak. That's what society says. And that is not fucking true. I'm like, amen to that because that is not true at all. But because of how society looks down, you know, at it, it means that us women, we're not admitting what we want. Men are not admitting what they want because it's shamed upon. It's looked down upon, for example. And... It means that we are then having all these half-assed dating experiences that are actually leaving us feel, feeling empty because we're trying to get this hint of intimacy and what we want. And at the same time, we're also afraid and not giving into our desires because of fear. And same thing with men where they're getting bored and not pursuing because they're like, oh, I don't have to lead because she's an empowered woman, right? So when you're constantly painting yourself as like, I don't need to rely on you, I don't need to whatever, they don't feel needed and wanted. So then they feel like they can just leave if they needed to or wanted to. Doesn't mean that they want to, but if you're constantly creating an environment in your relationship where he doesn't feel like you need him and that you rely on him and he supports you and provides for you, there's no fucking purpose for him in the relationship. So if he was to meet someone else that gave him that, he's going to go there, period. And this is why, I forgot who it was, but maybe this was someone in my family, I don't remember, but there was a woman who had this amazing guy, like super successful, she was super successful too, And he was cheating on her. Oh, I know who it is. Uh, He was cheating on her with a girl who was a server. And there was like all this conversation of like, oh, she's not even educated. She's a server, yada, yada, yada. But it's like, I was the only person with this other opinion, which I actually didn't share because I was like not about to stir the pot. And it was a family member. But um, basically, she, the server, was obviously more submissive so she wasn't always like walking all over him and shit you know she was actually you know letting him lead and feel wanted and stuff so men want to feel like they are providing to you and that they're needed by you you know and we as women we want to feel cherished right like you're both losing if you don't engage in that whole masculine feminine subdom kind of polarity in your relationship I will also say if you feel like you've depolarized your relationship and you've lost that polarity it can be fixed and 
I'm going to be mentioning a lot of those things in Dating for Love, Not Lust. And also Let Men Be Men is a really great program that I recommend everyone to do. If you're like, fuck, I relate to this. How do I fix this? I need more of this. Please do Let Men Be Men. Um, and definitely Dating for Love, Not Lust. Both are great if you're single or in a relationship. Like if you want the man to lead and you want to repolarize and just be in your feminine and not emasculate, you want to make sure that you're letting him be his, in his masculine, then you want to come to both. Um, with Let Men Be Men, I'm opening it up in June. So keep that on your radar and make sure you're on the wait list. You'll actually get an email for that. So keep an eye out if you're on my emailing list. But the last thing I want to say is that the resentment that you have for men and trigger warning here is actually the resentment you have for yourself. Because yes, of course, we can say like fucking men. And when you aren't proactively doing anything about it, because you're also causing yourself to be in the situation, a lot of that resentment can be towards yourself. I know, sucks. So when you actually do something about it, and when you learn, and when you stop engaging in that behavior... And when you get all the tools from Dating for Love, Not Lust and my podcast and, you know, Let Men Be Men, a lot of that resentment goes away. And a lot of you have said, like, your relationships have completely shifted and changed and been saved since listening to my podcast. So one, thank you. Two, imagine what happens when you pay. Like, this is free fucking content. I'm giving you 100% of me. But imagine when you pay for one of my courses, programs, or sessions. Just going to leave that one there. Last thing I want to say, I this is like the third time I'm saying last thing, but I saw an article in Washington Post that said that chivalry, which has always been more literary than real, has been called a protection bracket because it forces women to protect them from other men so basically it's saying chivalry is there as a protective mechanism because men are dangerous no chivalry is there <laughs> chivalry is there because it was made and it's about respecting women and recognizing their attention was worth seeking competing for holding and wanting Chivalry is about men wanting to show us and demonstrate to us that you're valuable. We, you know, we want to protect you. We want to adore you. We cherish you. That's chivalry. Chivalry is, it's grounded in a fundamental reality that defines the relationship between the sexes. Given that most men are, you know, stronger than women, like, men can overpower women, right, to get what they want. Gentlemen develop symbolic practices, communicate to women that they're not going to be conflicting harm and would even protect them against them. So when a man's not chivalrous, you actually, your body, your nervous system has more reason to be afraid than when men are chivalrous. So this whole crap about men need to stop holding doors, stop paying for things, men stop need, you know, basically men stop being men, you know, like this just like makes me livid. But, you know, this goes with my whole podcast about how um weak men oh fuck what was it 
weak men don't make us feel safe. Something about not making us feel safer. Um, it's like maybe 10 episodes back, but this is actually linked to that concept. Men not being men, men not being chivalrous does not create more safety. It does not create more happiness. It does not create better relationships. It does not create women feeling better about themselves. It does not create women feeling amazing in their relationships when they're dating. It does not create men feeling great about themselves. It creates the opposite. So when there is chivalry, we women feel looked after and protected by men. So there's more safety in our relationships, but also in society as a fucking whole. That is the essence of what chivalry is. So remember that. Don't see chivalry as a threat against women because it's not. Instead of seeing, you know, instead just see it as a kind gesture. Like it's just this exhausting circle that we're putting ourselves in. And guess what? We keep losing. Women want more success, but we keep losing because we're doing all this shit to ourselves. We're berating men, yet we're wanting them to rise. Honestly, just get into Let Men Be Men. I feel like every single woman in the world needs to do this program. And it's just a vibe. Like, it's just... It changes your relationship with men as a whole, romantic, platonic, like it's shifted everything with my father, my brother, my coworkers, just men in general, you know, like that energy that you carry is just, uh, it's just, it's so delicious. But a lot of women have a victim mentality about their gender rather than seeing how much power and beauty is in their womanhood. So choose to start seeing your essence as a feminine being, being powerful and beautiful and something worth celebrating and let men lead. And for the hundredth time, show up for yourself, do the work, please. And you know, even with sisterhood wounding, there's so many things like, Women are putting ourselves in victimhood with our own agendas and labels on ourselves and we're constantly losing. And also the fact that like men are stronger and women are stronger emotionally. Like we need to stop being like, oh, men are stronger, you know, and we're emotionally stronger. Like us being the same is not going to make us win because is anyone winning right now? Are you feeling happy? You're probably listening to this episode because you're like, oh my God, I so relate to this title. So you constantly doing what you're already doing is not working. So something needs to change. You need to do something, aka get some education with me, right? Do something to change your behavior so that you can create an environment where a man wants to lead. You will be able to achieve this. You will meet a man and you will create an environment where he can fully fucking lead You just need to know the things to be doing. And it'll also help on the grand scale of things. And don't feel like you need to take some like radical action right now. Like I'm saying, I I want you to feel like you know what to be doing so that he can lead you. 
because that is possible. You need to give him permission for it and you need to embody your femininity, which is a whole other ball game. It's a whole other thing. And being consistent with it, like consistently allowing him the space to lead and encouraging that and then you receiving it. And it's not the easiest thing to do in the current environment. So having the tips and tricks is going to be really helpful. And my point being is feminist movement has actually caused men to stop pursuing us. And it's also fixable. It does require a bit of work, but it's totally fixable. We are exacerbating, tolerating, and allowing half-assed behavior. So stop tolerating it. Join Dating for Love, Not Lust. Join Let Men Be Men. And get ready to be the fucking change. And also, in a couple months, August, September, I have a program coming out called Shuck the Alchemy and basically it is about you stepping into your queen archetype and healing we're going to be doing deep fucking healing with feminine work and this is stuff that I can't really cover with one-off sessions when people don't keep up or they're just coming when shit hits the fan in their life this is for the bad bitches that are ready for radical change and they're like, fuck yes, I want to feel connected to my womb and embody my femininity and I want to know what the difference is when I'm in it, when I'm not in it, how to get into it, all that and then some. Um, And I'm going to leave that there. So make sure to follow me on Instagram and TikTok if you don't already and join my mail subscription so when you go to my website it'll pop up and that's how you stay up to date on everything with bloom shakti see you and talk to you all next week i hope you got lots of empowerment from today's episode i'd be really grateful if you could leave a review as a simple energy exchange or share this podcast and feel free to tag me on instagram bloom shakti help me to live my purpose adding value to others lives To work with me or for products to enhance your life, check out bloomshakti.com.